0: Hey everyone, we're taking a little break here from our normally scheduled program, as they say, because we have ourselves a new sponsor. Woo! Yeah, oh my <laughs> god. I That's like That's right. Yeah. This is and this is a real sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. This ain't my like uh fake sponsors in the beginning of the episode. No, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a sponsor, and this sponsor is Estanza Coffee. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. yes, stanza coffee, Café maravilloso de Latin America. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. I just had
1: my sir- my first sip right now of the oh. day.
0: Oh, watch out! Right now he's uh, taking the coffee, and you're oh, a coffee hey. fan, right?
1: Yeah, being in radio and the music business, and all that—that's all we drink is coffee. It's the uh, champion of uh, the, the breakfast of champions. It's the
0: breakfast of champions. <laughs> See, I me uh, like—I'll be honest—I don't drink coffee. I, I've never been a fan of coffee. But they sent us these. I'm like, you know what? It's like I was going to have, you know, my wife, my mother in law, try it because they love coffee. But then my wife was like, you know what? We should do a taste test. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to try it. So I ended up trying it compared to also like a name brand coffee. So they sent me three flavors. They sent me the Mexico brand, the Buena Onda and then the Costa Rica brand. They sent me all three of those. And I tried them all black, and then I tried them with creamer. And honestly, the one that I I was shocked because the one that I really liked was the Col- I liked all three of them. Well, I mean the 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 name brand one that we tried that was like you know we had just as a fourth was garbage. But the the Costa Rica one that was my favorite one, and it's 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 really good. Like, and this is coming from someone who doesn't drink coffee. That's honestly. pretty good. That's great. <laughs>
1: by the way, that Costa Rica one is is Comunidad Santa Cruz. Uh, that's the one that uh, I haven't yeah. tried yet. I haven't tried that one yet because I am trying out the Mexico one, the Citala Chiapas region. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a light coffee. It's not a heavy, heavy, dark coffee. I like, I don't drink my coffee dark. I mean, sometimes if I have no creamer or half and half or almond, you know, uh, milk. Yeah. I, I normally drink it like that, but um this is I really enjoyed it. The Mexico one I'm enjoying right now.
0: Yeah, the 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 Costa Rica one. That's the one that that one's my favorite. From from all three of them, they were all good. But the Costa Rica blend and it's a the the a medium roast. I'm not sure what that represents, but you coffee drinkers that are listening, yes, well, you know what that means.
1: Yeah, that means that <laughs> it means it's medium. It's nice and light. And the, the Mexico one, it's 100% Arabica beans, and uh, they're all roasted in Los Angeles. So that's a yeah. good thing. It's coffee from right here in our beautiful city of Los Angeles that needs a lot of uh, support for.
0: And that, new, that's the thing. A uh, new it's, biz. It's it's very much like a you know like a, a small business within the community, and that that's what's awesome because with every purchase that that you you buy for every bag, they will be donating one dollar for every bag to causes within the community whether it's a charity fundraiser uh, a goFundme a- anything that's for a good cause they just want to give back to the communities that we grew up grew up in and live in and if you happen to buy a bag ladies and gentlemen make sure when you go and check out it says promo code enter 88 mph it's the number don't write it out don't spell it out it's just 88. MPH and you'll get yourself 10% off your order. That's right. And you uh, can uh, get your. Ahora para los el en Spanish, los de
1: Español, si quieren un porcentaje, este, uno más usen 88 miles per hour, no, no más el, el, la, la palabra, 88 no 8, 8, <laughs> MPH. Yeah. Y le dan
0: 10 10% de descuento aquí en Estanza Coffee. Ese es un deal. Estanza.com. That's right. That's E A S T A Z A. Dot com. We'll be posting this also on our Facebook and Instagram, but make sure you go help keep the lights on, on our show because with every purchase, use the promo code. It helps, uh, it helps the podcast, but also, like I said, it gives back to the local communities within the area of, of Southern California because $1 is donated to something special. Like I said, fundraiser charity, but it's awesome. So please try, try this out. It helps us out, but support local small businesses. It stands, if you're a fan of coffee, Trust me, this is coming from someone who doesn't drink coffee. I had four cups today and would tomorrow. In
1: if I had some pan dulce with this cafecito, it would be perfect.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Now back to the show. Yeah. My calculations
1: are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're
0: going to see some serious shit. everybody welcome back to another episode of 88 miles per hour podcast i'm your host Freddie morales and i was always i'm joined by
1: santos i am santos today
0: <laughs> if you can see Freddie's face he... i was like what happened here he like is he was like picking something up and then he comes up and then yeah. right when i say he his face just like
1: what? I was picking up my <laughs> joint. It's like I, like
0: I threw my, oh, you're getting ready. You look at this guy. He's Of awesome. course. I got a nice sativa. <laughs> I'm looking, we're looking for sponsors.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. We we could do some uh, weed sponsors. Yeah. Why not? I, you know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, more, yeah more so I'm so s- they could provide free samples, right? Exactly. <laughs> para, para probar, to test it out, to yeah. see if it's good. If it's not good, you know, you got to test it out. Exactly, you know, and Freddie—he's guaranteed he'll tell you the truth if he likes your weed or not. <laughs> exactly. we're like,
1: Freddie's a marijuana? No, it's it's healthy. It's, it's 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 a whole long story, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I prefer. <laughs> I I prefer the spark it up than drink. I don't know. Yeah,
0: if you want to hear a full on discussion about weed, go listen to our Up and Smoke episode, yeah, especially. Because we we get into the whole aspect of medical marijuana because he talks about his father taking yeah. that during the time when he was cancer, because it's it, it does help for patients. So if you want to hear that discussion about how it benefits those who are going through is um, it chemo, right?
1: Yeah, chemo or they're going through. I have another friend right now who I just spoke to who's having seizures. Oh, shit. And uh, yeah, and I told her that there's a specific CBD with, you know, you know, this marijuana medication for it, you know, herbal natural stuff for her for so um, hopefully that will help her stop her seizures. But yeah, she's only like 37, bro. And she's, uh, you know, okay. full time. She's a teacher. She's a mom. She's a wife. And when she told me, I was like, yeah, I started getting these seizures Freddie." Right and She can't drive, bro. Imagine you can't drive because you might have a seizure. She's been in events where the seizure just happens to. And it's like, she, it's first degree. Like, I don't, she said her arm starts to shake and and it's like, a, you know, she's just. And then after that, she's very tired after that episode. Yeah. So it really wipes some people out. So I'm just, I'm not a doctor. I'm just going by from what what I've experience from friends who yeah you know and that's it no mas no soy doctor no mas marihuana. Okay?
0: Okay. <laughs> excuse me all in all it's uh it's a fucking mess bro like all, all I, in all all in all what it is bro
1: seriously it's a fucking system we're in we're in this video game we're the video game
0: are we it's the system. matrix bro because look at behind you <laughs> yeah did you see did you see the trailer oh fuck yeah i saw the trailer bro how did it how did you feel how did i feel i well, all right one because this is gonna when it comes to music bro because you know how we are all about music no i was the, thinking about that
1: and i was like damn the, the fucking
0: perfect song for that the jefferson airplane white rabbit it was a perfect mix because sometimes like there's certain trailers where they use certain songs and the song is like perfect it won't be in the movie they won't use it but they'll use it for the trailer and i thought that song fit perfectly the way they did it i know it was like a different version but they
1: always use that damn fucking song bro like that one is so special you always hear it like i wish they would have used something else i mean i'm not i'm not knocking but i'm like oh that song because i just heard it like in some other trailer and there was that song too so it's like it's a great song to use it for you know like a matrix trailer or for some other yeah kind of, but it's such, a, it's such a great tune and just so eerie that i was See, like but, oh. but
0: but here no no i i get it but i was like oh God, that's cool well, it, i i felt like because remember mm-hmm. that song with alice in wonderland you know it's they're talking right. about alice one but the go ask alex alex Alice. Yeah. Sorry, I already got the fucking sparing off in me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> because in the first film that when when Neil, when he's asleep and he wakes up and is like, follow the white rabbit. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, and then that's when he sees the chick or follow the rabbit, you know. Right, so it's right. playing that, you know, and then even Morpheus says, how far are you willing to go down the rabbit hole? So it makes all these references right. to Alice in Wonder. So it's oh, why yeah. they chose that song, but I thought the song fit good. But I, I loved it because, but it's confusing because Lawrence Fishburne isn't in the film. And right, I noticed that right away and I'm like, mm, well. And I heard that they didn't even ask him to be in it, bro. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, I, I'm curious what, what happened. Like, yeah, I, uh, it's all about money, dude. It's all about money. Here, I like... don't think so. It's ageism. I bet you that's uh, what it was. But you know what? He's OG. Come on, bro. Why Maybe because keep... he's, he's wanna... not, hey, he ain't fit, bro. He's on, there's this show called Blackish. He plays oh, the grandpa on this oh, show. He, oh, he ain't fuck. not fit the way he was in the Matrix back fucking oh, oh, so twenty years stuff. ago, bro. Yeah, like but they, Hollywood, come on, Hollywood, use your magic. If, I dude, mean, if they, oh, if they, if you know what? Dude,
1: if they were able to make Robert De Niro look fucking thirty years younger when they came out in that, you know, with Al Pac- with uh yeah Al Pacino and 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 remember when they got together? I'll, I'll give the, you a
0: better example right now, bro. They are filming a new Indiana Jones movie. Oh man. Fucking Harrison Ford is like what 78, 79. Bro, what, what they're doing is a stunt <laughs> double and they're having a mask, uh, no. a Harrison Ford mask, and then they're gonna digitally no. there'll be close ups. So it you know, and they have the movie magic to pull it off. I know,
1: bro. But see, for me, Harrison Ford th- that was done after Star Wars, and that that was it. After like when he did the, the Sean Connery one, that was it. Our oh, Connery here, don't care. What is Sean Connery? Oh yeah. oh oh last Crusade. yeah. That was it for me, dude. That was it because he was doing his still stunts, none of this damn Hollywood stuff, dude. You can't see coming from my generation and seeing these guys do their studs, like Harrison Ford and all these other people, and then they go into the CGI, you know, it's just oh you're like, dude, really? It's like <laughs> it's like putting Al Pacino's head face in a new body, like and this is oh, you know. <laughs> Hey, I'm the new Scarface. Hey, your body's young, but your face is old. I I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Watch out. You don't know I'm, yeah, saying? I'm wrong.
1: yeah, that's true. I know. I sound like an well old dude. Well, then, see, there you go. But-
0: Wait you're you're
1: <laughs> I I you like No,
0: you're you're being hypocritical to yourself am i first yeah here's what <laughs> yeah. people are gonna rewind and listen at first you're complaining the fact that Lawrence fishburne isn't in the film i oh said, yeah okay he's too I, old and i fat. It. and then you said ah we got the technology and then when i said you're right what about freaking um harrison ford and you're like nah there's too much technology
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no i totally get it bro but it's like, stop, like just, you just stop you know
0: what i'm saying no no yeah but-
1: i get it but just stop making those movies for that not to happen. give us
0: practical bro we like practical we grew up in the age where the thing they made that shit right it, was, it wasn't a computer you saw the creature rip apart crawl you're like oh that bro, shit looked real bro, the american with-
1: werewolves remember we- we grew up in Universal Studios, bro. Like yeah. they're making shit. Like the Jaws of the fucking mechanic, you know, machine, a mechanical robot and stuff. You know, stuff like that. Now it's all. I mean, look,
0: like even I, Star I, Wars, bro. Back when, yeah, they used course, the green screen, the but the, they were miniatures filming them on the and blue then, screen. Now it's just a computer. Yeah, and all the creatures,
1: bro, were all fucking masks. They're all like, you know, like just yeah. costumes that you know. Look, I get it. Technology, it's great. Dude, stuff is very expensive. That shit is very expensive to even do. Paying the actors is very expensive. The movie industry is shrinking, you guys. So I totally get it that we're in this age now where we have to use this technology to cut costs. And that, yeah, we want to get Robert De Niro, but fan. he's charging, you know, he wants $3 million or whatever he's charging now, you know, and they and have to use this new technology to make it work. I get it, but it's sad for, for it to get to that point where it's just all... We're, look, we're in the digital world, bro, and we're gonna start yeah. seeing. We're gonna start seeing so many stuff, dude. People are making movies now on their iPhones. That's how now. It's like, hey, check out my movie. It's all filmed on an iPhone. I'm like, God dang, 4K. You know, yeah. It's, it's 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 it's
0: what's
1: it's what's happened with movies. So I'm glad that my generation, I got to see. My dad's such a movie goer, right? you know. He took us to go see 35 millimeter, and I got to see all of my favorite movies in 35 millimeter. You
0: know yeah i mean it's like though cgi is expensive it's cheaper than doing all the practical effects oh of course and the risk and liability
1: liability with these you know actors getting getting injured exactly. their men there's stuff so
0: now it's you like know. if you could do an explosion with fucking, uh a created cg they're going to do that over spending all this money we're like fuck, we fucked up we only get one shot with the cg man we could go over it, and over yeah fix it and you know because sl- independence know day was the last big movie that had a lot of like yeah practical miniatures Oh, of course because they have the highest budget of that yeah. where they because everything they, they're there yeah they built the white house that blew it up all this stuff but after oh, shoot, that, that's,
1: that stuff looks so amazing back in the technology yeah. in the 90s. That's when you saw it going, wow, that realism. Look for me, bro, was watching Christopher Reeve flying across New York Skyline in Superman. And he was, you know, that was just projection yeah. in the back. Yeah, know? yeah, like, it was. Because you could but tell it,
0: it's like a movie, like yeah, a helicopter but, film that but that's to cool. me
1: as a kid, it looks so
0: real. I've never
1: seen anything like that.
0: Yeah. So I, I was just blown away from well, like, just why do you think they used that tagline on the tagline? It just showed right there. It, it, it was just the symbol. The S, the sky. Did it give you anything else? And it said Marlon Brando, Christopher, e, whatever. Oh, and I love it. The tagline said this summer you will believe a man can fly. Yes. Oh, that dude. was their tagline because that's that's what happened. You went in. You being a kid, you went in. And you're like, holy shit! Like yeah. he's truly flying. Like it was, it was, it was huge, and it was oh, practical. Bro.
1: It was beautiful. And Christopher Reeve, man, God rest his soul. He was just amazing, man. <laughs> amazing actor. Such an a very like, just humble dude. Very, very uh, talented with acting. He was very good friends with Robin Williams. Yeah, probably. Robin Williams. Yeah. Oh man, I, I was good to see. You know, but sad that even his wife died, and it's just sad and. But there we have Christopher Reeve, man. That that's my Superman. bro. he will always be my Superman. Yeah, there's this new Superman today. Superman, he's cool and tough and t- like t- today's superheroes. But Christopher Reeve is my Superman. Yeah, he is that the
0: generation original, the yeah. original one. You ever you ever seen the the screen test of of him? Like when they're trying him out, it's funny yeah. because he's wearing the suit, right? Right. You now, for people who haven't seen that. He's wearing the Superman suit. It's just a basic one. He's wearing it and he's acting with I don't think it's Margot Kidder. I think they just have a stand in to do the lines. But this guy is sweating so much that you see his pit oh, stains yeah, all yeah. fucking massive as Superman. and It's hilarious because the suits not fitted for him. So it looks kind of funny on him. And then you see him standing there with pit stains. You're like, oh, that's my uh, Superman.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my Superman. That's the way I sweat. I want to sweat like
0: him. Pick
1: up your pants. <laughs> <laughs>
0: come on pick up your pants. You ever, yeah. you, you, you're not a big sweater right because i'm one well oh, bro, you always dude. wear a vest when you're on stage well, but you wear white why. pants right
1: yeah but i sweat bro bro yeah. there's gallons of sweat man i you know I'm, I'm sorry i'm selling the sweat now bro people want that shit <laughs>
0: it's gross but hey, I'm like, hey, i want your
1: sweat it's from dudes hey i want your sweat dude
0: <laughs> no lie this happened like maybe Just two kidding. years Just ago some, some stupid some girl it was a stupid thing. Watch this girl. She was like, like one, one of those gamer chicks or whatever that you could watch her play video games. She was selling. She would got in a bathtub, and then she put. She jarred up the water that she and she sold that shit and made a shitload of money Gross. selling the bath water that she was in. Dude, people,
1: people are grossed. They would buy.
0: Unserote, Hey, just send it on. What know? if someone said? like so like after a show they're like i'll buy your sweaty pants for a million dollars would you sell it fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a once in a lifetime request bro i'm 50 <laughs>
1: i'm like ready? hell yeah let's
0: go for it and it's gonna smell nice because you know i sweat nice oh <laughs> 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 ay huele bonito uh, uh, míralo, mira está bien
1: huele bonito
0: <laughs> como el cool waters como el, cool waters. Uh, mira, el
1: I I used to wear it. CK One in Cool Water 90s in the 90s. Bro. Oh, man. My dating. Yeah. I hate, I, and then I changed, bro, because I know that all the dudes, we were all wearing the same cologne. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, because it became popular.
0: <laughs> <laughs> A shrine of the same cologne. I'm like, I need to change it up, man
1: so i like in junior high
0: way. bro when i was in junior high that's when that shit was huge so yeah, you dracar, you would see like dracar. what some one of the guys would have it and they'd be like hey give me some bro they all I spray and all you like know. there's like right there like eight guys all smelling the same i know hey what do you got they do hey georgie orale, vamos <laughs> take your
1: ass. who smells stronger <laughs>
0: it's like you have to have your unique
1: smell bro so that you have, they, it, but in a way kind of like in the workplace i don't mean, give a I, you know hey you, got, hey you got your car of course dude here you go awesome. all right see you later but yeah i i kind of started breaking away i have my favorite my dad was such a great cologne uh, picker like i just bought gray flannel and that's what my dad used to wear he used to wear that in halston remember halston yeah. It was a black dude, that bottle. Actually, there's a documentary about Halston, by the way. Really? Interesting. Yes. Watch out. The guy who never owned his fucking brand name and they took over, and he was just a mess, bro. Interesting. So yeah. I used to wear that one. I used to wear Drakkar. I used to wear uh, Armani. I used to wear so many of them. Right now I'm I'm wearing this other one and it looks like a it looks like a grenade. It smells so good. I'm into like natural, like just easy mink cologne like just coming out of the shower like kind of oak smelling
0: yeah i've never i've never been a a fan of cologne like i don't like wearing it it gives me a headache so i've never really actually had cologne like like maybe once at one point i had a bottle of cologne it was like a big one Oh, there you go! Oh yeah, it does look like a fucking grenade. Yeah, it's it's called Spice Bomb. I'm gonna get my favorite. Hey, hey, you
1: wanna smell like Freddy? Elusive Spice Bomb. (laughs) But
0: I'm not gonna tell you which one. There's several. There is one that i it was called Clinique Happy, and I had the bottle for years, bro, because I never used it. Like and and fucking, it's just I was never really a fan, bro, of like cologne.
1: Guess how much this one cost? I had to work my ass off to. I haven't had this one in a while
0: well based based on you saying i had to work my ass off for this let me let me guess and then you tell me higher or lower all right you're saying it's expensive so i'm gonna say 125. okay nailed it really it was 125 bucks yep fuck dude
1: so i only wear it when i go on stage in my shows so it's a very special box.
0: oh yeah you can be up there and being like "Yeah, hey, i like that david graham yes. but he smells yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no and they
1: never people never use it and no no I, so i'm then, saying like yeah, you want to course. smell
0: good but imagine you don't want no, that i don't want to like smell imagine that. you don't want to see like when you go online and you start seeing all the tags and be like oh he's good but he smells it nah smells. you want ah, you know, to be good pestoso is it they pestoso ese. <laughs> He's like, I hey, just
1: can't get it.
0: enough, I got enough of this guy Hey, can, hey
1: tienes el calón, I just can't get enough Sácalo, güey, sácalo <laughs> You're gonna do a lot of, a lot of uh, feria right? Right. Yeah, bro, <laughs> we went from what? From a movie to cologne to what the hell well, We Dude. talk about everything now Yeah, and now I'm gonna
0: talk about pizza <laughs>
1: oh
0: shit pizza <laughs> fuck dude nah, no, man you and I had an issue alright so what? the other day not not you and I had an issue with each oh. other no okay. let, hey, the audience is like oh I, ¿qué I pasó? no 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 so the other day this guy right here he posted about how he was mad because his jersey Mike didn't give him the chips or whatever yes bro that was so- <laughs> los papitas, he's so
1: mad yes, I was chips. I was bro dude you don't do anything
0: all fucking day oh uh,
1: Oh, your job is to pick up your customer's order. You look. A ver que tiene. Tiene una pinche sub right there and fucking two chips. And okay. And all right. You check. You close it up. You take off. Yeah. No, This guy just fucking grab his shit. He didn't give a fuck. He went get over we here. Viene aquí. Okay. Ta, ta, ta. Your shit's here. We open the door. I'm like, oh happy, bro," because I haven't eaten all day. I'm like, "Yes, it's fresh. It's too fucking hot." My girlfriend, we didn't, we didn't want to cook. And we're yeah. like, "All right, here's your sandwich, hun." And then I look at the, and then she's like, "Ah, oh, they forgot your chips, right?" I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, thank you so much for that <laughs> black magic you just gave me," because you just ruined it. And Here yeah, sure enough, I look, bro, in slow motion. There's no chips. No chips. <laughs> and then, my, you and, know, then, and then I'm like. You know, hun, it's fine. This enjoy your sandwich, your your with your chips. I'm just gonna walk away.
0: <laughs> oh, look at this guy! <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen his face. He was not. He's like, you enjoy your chips. <laughs> yeah. I and hopefully you'll you'll
1: you'll have a lot of love for me, and you'll give me half of your chips so I can enjoy my sandwich.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> and she did. Man. She
1: loved me. She came later on. She was like, here, I
0: here's the half. I'm like, oh, you don't have to do that, hun. No. Yeah. Like, but you know if it was the other way around, you gotta give your girl the whole bag. <laughs> of course, no, no you that's got to, how it bro. is, bro.
1: No, yeah, it's like if there's three meatballs. Fuck it, you give her two, and you eat. Or fuck it, just give her, just oh, give her the whole thing. I, no, I don't want I, chips. No, you can. No, go no, ahead. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. I, I wasn't craving chips for two months, honey. No,
0: but I, you salt, know what?
1: Salt and vinegar chips. You I know who's I that?
0: You know who's at fault here, though, right? Not I mean between you and your girl. I'm talking about the order situation. You know who's actually at fault, you know, right? I don't give a fuck. Someone's at fault here. Who is in fault here, bro? It's the it's the store. See, because the drivers, I I know this because, um, when I did Uber, because you could switch between passengers or food related to, to that. They go in and they say this is my order, and they <laughs> provide you with the order. That's right? it. They don't grab anything. They don't. They the restaurant has to have every everything prepared yeah. so your the restaurant is the one that forgot to give you your chips what sucks is when you make the complaint you know who the the i don't know who you, who you use i'll just say uber eats okay i don't know who you use uber eats and and the restaurant you know who they put the blame on the driver and that's what's fucked up they get in trouble instead of uber eats being like hey, no, Jersey Mike's, it's your fucking fault. They're going to be like, nah. you know what? We're not going to blame the restaurant. We're going to blame the driver. But the driver doesn't have control. He walks okay. in and grabs it. That's what sucks, hey, man. Thank
1: you. Thank you for clearing it. Cause I like, I was thinking, I was like, okay, someone's at fault here. The yeah. driver, look, the driver's fault is just to pick up the fucking bag. Okay? Exactly. The rest, and you're right. Your restaurant's job is to make sure that the fucking order, everything, even to the fucking mas pendejo, knows exactly what's in that bag. Because you know what? We're paying a lot of money for these two sandwiches and the transportation
0: to get it to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? And all that money you're paying, the driver still gets screwed. Oh, they, oh, The shit. fucking Uber Eats takes the majority I'm of it. And it fucking, it fucking sucks, bro. I'm going to call Jersey. Truck. I'm going
1: to go over there. I'm going to go. Yeah, over the truck because
0: truck. they when they go in, trust me, I've, I've seen it. And I know how the, the they walk in. They want to make sure they have order's correct. So they'll ask them, hey, so is this in there? Yeah, is this this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's in there. Okay. And then they grab the big uh, the bag that's sealed or the plastic bag or whatever. And they carry it because they don't want to open it because they want to make sure when they deliver it to you, they're n- it's not tampered with. Okay. So they won't touch it. And the it's,
1: restaurant told them, yeah, it, and that's it, fucked up, bro. Look, look, In-N-Out and Burger. In-N-Out Burger. They have their shit together. Why? Because everybody's so close. The manager right there, like with the walkie talk. cabron, no, no, you fucked up. Also, hey, too, because Sarah, fucking In-N-Out it. gets paid. <laughs> they get paid really well well that's what I'm saying. my nephew's working there again and yeah he's, he's making that's a good. lot
0: of bank dude, <laughs> i tried make... getting my job there dude when i was a junior in high school because they paid the best dude yeah and so out. i'm really proud of my, my that's another thing he's... too he's... though they need to get paid better <laughs> yeah yeah and no, in reality he... that's what it is they don't care because it's like they're not getting paid no, it well just enough.
1: sucks bro it just sucks it's like if you're going to be in an industry you know you got to fucking go well 100 you know people want to have a good time and 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 it's just like me going up on stage you give me the half ass because uh, you know you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, bro? Yeah, you're not
0: going up there making millions of dollars or turn like, but you're still like, regardless, if you get a gig and they're gonna pay you like five hundred bucks or let's—I don't think you make, maybe you make ten thousand. I don't know, but I don't make 10, regardless, okay. But let's pretend you had a gig for ten thousand or a gig for five hundred. You're gonna give the exact same performance for both. Well, of course,
1: bro. That's a service you're providing a service. Yeah. And right yeah. now we are in the process of rebuilding. You know and and i think people need to be at their best right now because you know people want to have, feel good and i'm in the service of feeling good and that's why i when i see these people like god you guys are assholes well man. i we mean spend so much money dude think of the bank that you drop at these places bro Mucho dinero. it's like no i no, no. i want my fucking fries
0: well that's 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 what it is I all want this my money all this money is going to the higher-ups i just talked <laughs> about how the, you know, the drivers, they're the ones that get the shit in. Same with the most of the employees, dude. They don't, I mean, that's why right now everyone you wants to get, up. trust yeah, me, dude. Employees you know, need to make wants, more. I know, bro. Everybody wants to make that green. I it's like it, the, the CEO at Jersey Mike is laughing at you. Oh, right he's now. like, he's like, I yeah,
1: so got, chip chip. Okay. got yeah. him right here.
0: I got him right yeah, here. Yeah, you see what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking wipe my ass with hey, them. Man. You Here's your fucking salt and vinegar ones. That's exactly, and then uh, the, yeah, we're awkward. blaming we're blaming the wrong people, bro. I'm not. Well, I'm not going there anymore. If I say fuck it. I took my last bite. And I, I, mean, said, I a, said, say no Yeah, I did the same thing. I once ate at a, a Burger King, and I I got I threw up afterwards, and then I stopped going to that one just because I figured, like, come on. <laughs> brother, well dude. maybe that one. But I mean I had the same issue too, bro. All right, so I ordered a fucking I saw on Instagram some guy he's like, "Oh, I'm ordering the new Shakaroni pizza." It was this pizza cuz Shack Shack oh, Papa John's.
1: Don't tell um... He bought oh Papa my, John's. Are you so, serious?
0: There's, yeah, he he own, he's a shit. one of the like the main CEOs or something like one of the wow. owners. He good bought good into you, it, right? Shaq. Good so, he's Shaq, a DJ too. You know, he's a DJ too. Fucking right? Shaq, bro, he sells like oyton Bengay and. Oh, fucking a, and a, I got Car insurance.
1: Hey, if you got a fucked up bag, I can also drop some beats and DJ at your party.
0: Dude, this guy does fucking, <laughs> Hey, hey he, he can't basketball anymore. His knees are all fucked up. So bro, what? Icy hot. He does icy hot, bro. Like, I have some
1: icy hot of him. It's the best, bro. After a show, bro. I'm like, hey, thank you much. I'm oh, gonna give me some of that. <laughs>
0: me bro like this guy is genius when it comes to fucking being like a spokesperson I but think all those guys they have to bro because yeah family, well he because you know. he can't do basketball he has to make no. some money somehow exactly and this guy's smart while well, he bought into fucking papa john's he wow. fired the, the guy the racist guy he's like Fuck the guy he like oh good and the so he's gone so he, shack came in right so they have this new pizza called uh Shakaroni. and it looks fucking amazing it had all this pepper and the guy he, he did an Instagram video. He's like, oh, I just got the new chacarone. Can't wait to try this. And I was at work. So I was like, hey, man, that looks good. So when I got out of work, I you know, I called my wife and she was telling me like, oh, we all had king taco we had. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, man, I want some King Taco, too. So wow, I'm like, I'll just best. go down the street to the to the taco stand. Right. But then I'm like, man, I don't want to fucking wait an hour and like fucking because oh, the one we have here is popular. So I was like, I just want to get home. So I right. was like, oh, hey, that pizza, I'm going to order it. I order the pizza, right? Order it. I'm like, oh, it's you know, cheap, $13.99, whatever. I, I I get home, whatnot. The pizza shows up. Right, bro. And I was excited dude. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to eat this pizza. No lie. As I start to lift it, I know uh, I noticed the pizzas going up with it. I was like, what the fuck? And then the pizza falls. It was stuck to the top. Second, Ooh. it was slid all the way to the right of the box. Oh. And third, I don't know what happened, but because it slid all the way, it was like bent. So uh. when when I opened it, the pizzas like, it looked like someone squeezed it and then it just stayed. Like bent in half, like almost a taco. And I was like, what the no. fuck? So I took pictures and everything. And I was like, wow. And I and I was like, dude, this is my first time ordering Papa John's. Cause I never order Papa John's. I've never had it. And I'm like, really? The first time I get Papa John's and my pizza's like shit. Right. I was right. like, what the fuck happened? I was like, dude, and I was so disappointed with this one. I can blame possibly the driver and and because it looks like yeah. the
1: pizza slid around, <laughs> so his dude, ass was probably he, he got in the, I like, Hurry up, bitch! Cause exactly, he's gonna, get, he's gonna get it for free,
0: huh? He's, he's like, he car- was probably driving around all crazy, and the pizza, my pizza, just fucking slid but around and
1: right, sitting around listening to Britney Spears and shit, you know? Yeah.
0: So I was like, man, oh I, God, I hit up, I hit him up because I'm like, oh, I, sucks, right away, dude. I told my wife. I'm going to get a free pizza. And she's like, why? What happened? See,
1: I'm like, Look. bro, see, that's what I mean, bro. So this driver should have said, hey, calm down. Don't fucking, All right. Yeah. You know, you put the fucking pizza right next because, yeah, you're driving around. It slits around. So you make sure that the fucking pizza doesn't slid around and it doesn't ruin your experience. But this guy didn't give a fuck. He was like, "Ah, eh, you know, he didn't and I know gave what him,
0: it, I gave him an extra five dollars. Really? For oh, I paid a, a tip online. Wow. But then I had cash on me from my tips from work today or last night. So I'm like, you know what? I know how it is, dude. I'm I'm a delivery guy. I'm gonna hook this guy up. I'm gonna give him even more.
1: Híjole.
0: And he's like, he's Oh, thanks, bro. And uh, yeah, he's
1: like,
0: Yeah, because I was like, hey, bro, I know I gave you yeah, a me, tip bro. online. And he's like, Oh, thanks for that. I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna give you more, bro. And he's like, Oh, what?
1: doesn't know how to deliver a fucking pizza bro you know it's crucial people love pizza don't fuck up the
0: experience man yeah well you he, right now he's listening off crying what yeah well fuck yeah man i, was, it was just I that hope tough. all your future pizzas end up like that dog for that guy. yeah oh i thought you meant me i was like yeah, hey! no, not you for that guy the <laughs> pendejo ese you fucked up your pizza experience i was about to say on my why i hope you smile on stage bro <laughs> <laughs> hey don't say that cabra, oh yeah mira <laughs> Take it back, take it back, rewind it. (laughs) And they're pretty pretty but they're like, Why does why does Freddie have like such a gap between the audience and the stage? He's like, Hey, you know what? You want to know why? Because he fucking smells, bro. He smells what (laughs) he smells good. (laughs) I don't, I can't remember your cologne, whatever it was. No, no, he smells like spice bomb. Spice bomb. Can you sponsor our show? Yes. Yeah, and That's if mom. you want to, you know, be awesome when you see Freddy on stage, throw some on stage to him. He might, you know, you know yeah. it might hit him in the head, so be careful. but you Yeah, because yeah, this is a glass bottle. Man. Don't yeah, yeah. Fucked don't, up. Don't... Oh, <laughs> shit. I mean, chingaron. What happened to what Freddy? Happened? Okay. I, fucked up on, I
1: fucked up on walking in my shoes. I said, walking, walking in my pants. I fucked that up. <laughs> 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 Last week, Dave Cagon, now smelly Dave. Damn, yeah, smelly how many Dave. you got, bro? <laughs> ah, dude. All right. Well, wait, well,
0: what happened?
1: No, nothing. I'm just kind of oh, bro, okay. it's it's 9-11, bro. We're yeah, like, it is. It's like
0: it's it's we're gonna um, get somber
1: here, bro. I know. I was like going that it's like it's like we went to the roller coaster ride of and then we're like, ah, you're gonna have to come down a little.
0: Yeah, we wanted to bring you up, ladies and gentlemen. So we brought you up in the beginning of the show, but now we're going to bring you down. Like, a, yeah, it's like a roller coaster, like, you know, like yeah, a, a the re- revolution and at, at fucking Magic uh, Mountain over there. Did I miss that place? I got to go back. I got to go back. What was the last time you've gone?
1: Bro, the last time I went was there was in one of my birthdays in my, <laughs> I think in my 30s. And that's when I realized I couldn't write some of them because those rides were got crazy for me. Like wait, that one. So I was like, 20,
0: 20, 20. Wait, because you're right now. You're what? 50, right?
1: Yes. Yes. 50. Five hours. Oh, shoot. So I Go was ahead. in my. Yeah, I was in my mid 30s. The last time I went and uh, I got in one of those rides. Oh, my God. I was going to die. Uh-huh. But I love Magic Mountain. <laughs> there was this one. It's uh, it's like the one where you just like, I don't know, man. You're just floating. Oh, then, I think
0: it's X. Oh, dude. Because that's the one where it's like you're sitting outside
1: okay extreme rides fuck <laughs> oh, dude
0: i can't deal with those not anymore none i can't no me mato. I'll die. i fucking get all dizzy my wife makes fun of me <laughs> no I, I i'm like that dude i was like how was it <laughs> it was good it was good a fucking leg looks fucking shaking my ass was all fucking... <laughs> dude i get all sweaty like i get nauseous i like i look Bro. i look terrible i closed my eyes
1: because it was like the fear of death dude theres just there's nothing in help me, there was bro. nothing in, there was Disney. nothing in
0: front of me i hate to think that there's nothing in front of me to hold on you know it's just oh it's just horrible yeah when i was when i was young bro i'd get all on the roller coasters and have a good time now fuck, i, I can't I,
1: I don't think i could be Superman bro because those are kind of the force feel like Superman
0: flies i got on i can't be forced by Superman. Nah. Because I hate, I get motion sickness, but now the coasters give me motion sickness. I'm like, what happened? I used to ride these rides all the time. Now I can't. So my wife's like, we never get to go to Magic Mountain because uh, of you. I'm like, I know. I'm like, take the kids. <laughs> it's
1: funny. My dad, my dad, uh, the rest of soul, he took us there a lot. And uh, it's funny because he would, oh, come on, dad. We would get in, my brother and I, my sister, we were like getting the wild rides. And my dad, he would get on too, but he was already like, we were like in, he was in this mid thirty thirties forties and he would get on those rides too and and then as he got older he was like oh I can't get on those rides anymore so now I know how he I'm like come on dad you can do it but now I yeah. know how you fell it's like fuck now I know dad I'm sorry
0: <laughs> hey you know what's fucking crazy because speaking of like dads where when we were kids do my dad take us to Magic Mountain all the parks all the time he would write he loved it he would do it because my mom didn't like that so she we would go on the coasters and then one point my dad we were at um sometime in the mid 2000s we were at new york new york casino and they have this one coaster. it's Mm -hmm. like a taxi ride around through the whole fucking motel i mean motel the hotel and my dad's like oh yeah i'll get on it i'll get on so we're on it and at one point you know the part before you start going up the (laughs) well we're we're about to turn to hit the the hit it stopped and we got stuck oh we're just stuck and we're like oh we're just waiting like whatever here comes like the this from this the thing the guy oh employee is like hey um you know right stop we'll, we'll be up and going right now so we'll be going and then so we're just chilling there and at one point uh my dad says hey can i get off and, and the guy's like yeah he's like you know he's like well if you want to but we will go he's like no, no no i really want to get off and then he's like, oh, you do? Okay, hold on. And he gets the walkie, you know, whatever. And yeah. they open it um, up. <coughs> One out of 12. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Yeah. Ah, and then Hulk Steve. <laughs> so, so then they, they make sure they don't, the ride doesn't turn on. Uh, and then oh, yeah, he gets out. Oh, my and, God. And, and, and my little brother, instead of saying bye, dad, he goes, hey, bye, Caesar." Doesn't want to be a, like, oh, that's not my dad. You know, they make a joke. You know, we laugh. Oh ah, ha, ha. So after that, the ride starts. We ride it. Bah, bah, bah. My dad ends up talking about he's like, yeah, you know, I got off, man. My heart was like racing, pumping, like, oh, I was so nervous. I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like that. And I'm like, oh, OK. That week, w- once we got back, because that was like second to the last day or whatever in Vegas. He had a doctor's appointment. He goes, he had very high blood pressure. Jesus. So there is so afterwards, we we're like, whoa shit. So his I heart just, was yeah. racing. So Ooh. we all were like, what would have happened if the ride didn't stop? Dude. And he that... actually wrote that shit. Would yeah. he have had an outer tech? Yeah, bro. The pressure right engine. Yeah. Hypo so pressure. I'm I'm glad that oh, fucking shoot. man, it was, yeah, it was he like crazy. It. Yeah, good calling your dad, Exactly. And speaking of New York, New York, bro, <laughs> hotel and casino, you know, yeah. I, 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 we keep trying to, I'm telling you, I know like, we're dodging it, we're dodging
1: it, but we got to get, yeah, we we, get back to it's New like,
0: York. Because it's rare that we get serious. I know, like, a very few moments in the last two years, like, of us doing this show, the most serious I think we ever got, honestly, was you when you were talking about your father. Um, And his passing and how you were talking about how it's like how medical marijuana helped him, especially this one time where he had no appetite. And then your mom, he made him a dinner because he finally had the appetite. That was like uh, serious. Another moment. I know it was actually it was I recorded by myself right before you came on. And I talked about the passing of my son when he passed away. So it's rare that we ever get serious because our show, we tend to try to bring the funny, the entertaining. But this is one of those moments where we will get serious. We're not going to sidetrack anymore because it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And uh, both Freddie and I, we didn't know each other then. And we've never shared. So I've been, I'm always curious because I've always wanted to know people's stories as to where they were at the moment. Like, how did they first hear about this? Like, what, what, what happened? What impression? Because it's like for us we you know we're not we're not new yorkers but still it affected everybody dude it affected you know even even most of the world was like we're with you and so on and so forth so so i'm curious as to this was 20 years ago so so he's 50 now so we minus 20. he was 30 at the time um so what where, where where were you bro like where were you at the moment like when you first heard it like the news what were you doing? Like what, what was going on with you at that moment? Like were you a, in bed still? Were you out and about? Like what happened? Um,
1: well, I was in I woke up. I was working for Universal Music at the time as a production coordinator. Okay. Living the life as a 30-year-old going, wow, you know, I wasn't I wasn't doing any bands. I was just working behind the scenes and just working. Um and I woke up and then I turned on the TV and then I saw you know, I was always watching news. So right away, I saw these two buildings, one of them on fire and I was like, what the hell? And then I just started turning up as I was getting ready to go to work. So I raised up the volume and and I was, you know, just listening out loud and I'm watching the set, but just taking, you know, shaving, getting ready to go to work. And then I'm like hearing about this plane that just hit the the, the building and I'm like, wow, what the hell, a building, what? So I, you know, in spurts, I would stop and look at the, you know, and I just say, "Shit, I need to get back to work." I had a huge responsibility that day. Um, I had a meeting, stuff, meeting with all these, you know, chingoness and all these people. Yeah. So I, that, you know, I was preparing a, a production meeting from the night before and putting, making sure everything was dialed in. And uh, and then I just got and so I left. I got in my car and I turned on the radio and it was everywhere. Yeah, oh, you know, the plane and this and that. And as I'm driving and I'm just listening to all this commotion and I would change it from Spanish and same thing. I would Oh, you know, you hear what's going on, just hearing it from all sides. And it took me like probably 40, 40 no, an hour to get to, to my job. And it was at Santa Monica. I was working in Santa Monica. So I go in there and then, everybody's just as I'm walking into universal um, building, I say hi to the security guard hey hey dude, the TVs are on because we all have TVs. I'm like everybody it's like I never left my house the same visual of yeah that. So I'm like, what the hell's going? Everybody stands still and then everybody's getting their coffee. Don't you, what's going on just like, just the not knowing what is going on felt weird that day. So I go into my, my, my department, fourth floor. So
0: you, you, so real quick. So when you were getting ready and you had your TV on, it was just for you it was background noise, like yeah. every day yeah. you're going to get ready. That's just in the back. Oh, something happened. That sucks. but I'm, I, I still going to go to work. Like I'm going to work. Cause you don't know what's going on. Cause it's more just as the background. So that's why yeah, I, so but it, as but it was going, more, yeah, but it was more intense. Cause I, I, I was like, this is weird. This is not just like regular
1: news. Like, you know, yeah. you listen in the morning, this is something like that drastic a plane hit a building so i'm like what the so it was just so that just totally just got my attention and then as i was getting to work i got to my floor i got and then my boss called and she left me a note she's please call me it's like shit so then i i call her and she tells me hey freddie i'm we're you know my production coordinator boss and the vp were in new york oh shit and we're promoting Mary J. Blige or something, and they were out there. So she told me what was going on and that she she didn't know if she was going to come back. So she says, hold on, I'm going to. And then she gave me all these instructions of stuff that I needed to get done because she wasn't going to get back. And yeah. during that time, as a production coordinator for a major record company, dude, a lot of responsibilities. I was like, fuck. That was, I was like at my hype of, of work. So I'm just like, okay. And then hung up. And then finally, we just, I see the other plane hit and um, that changed everything. And I'm seeing just this, this, these two buildings on fire. And then all of a sudden we see one fall and then do that day was just chaos. Everybody was just out of mind, out of sync. Nothing else mattered. The music didn't matter. None of that shit mattered. Yeah. Um, none of that. You know, being an entertainment, you're like, fuck, this is not entertained. This is fucking real life. So Exactly. So I stood there. I called my mom. I made sure everybody was like, and then we heard about this, you know, what was happening in in in, in um, Philadelphia, right? That's where the other one,
0: am yeah, I correct? In Philly. Yeah. yeah, the in one in that Philly. hit the
1: field. Yeah, and then we hear about that, and then we started, now now it's this is something bigger. This is a war. This is like, and then you start hearing about these planes and all that, Chaos, and you saw what happened in Washington, you know the the the, the Pentagon, and then and then that's when we kind of like you know what we're going to go home, like everybody just take off. Um, I got back in my car, and I went to my mom's house to, to my parents, and I, I I went directly to go and see how they were doing, and we just I wrote it out with them. And I think I even spent the night with them. I didn't go anywhere. I just wanted. I was like, "Fuck! If something's gonna happen, I'm gonna die with my parents." (laughs) You know, it's like I don't know what's going on, man. But I'm gonna be with my parents. And you know, we were there just writing it, and it just changed everything. That day did change everything. It changed, you know, my outlook of this world, and it really just kind of like jolted me at, at that age, at that time you know, yeah. um, I knew friends who knew friends who were in the building in the entertainment industry, I knew people who were very, I mean, the headquarters, I mean, New York is a big city. So, yeah, you know, uh, I have a lot of contacts out there, too. I had, you know, and then it was just, you know, it's funny, I haven't talked about this in a very, very long time it's still like, what I just shared with you is just what I just remember yeah, freshly in my mind, like, it, of course, a lot of uh, things happened, but what I can just remember of those events, as far as like in a short version, <laughs> you know, throughout those days. Yeah, you know, just knowing that I was with my parents meant any, thats what meant to me. I just wanted to be with them if your shit was going to go down. You know, yeah, for all of us. You know,
0: yeah, because we I, didn't know what more could have was going to happen. So it's just like best to be with that the moment like you're gonna want. what's
1: what would you do why would you want to be if you have the opportunity to be with your loved ones and in a, in a drastic i'd rather be with the people i love you know yeah if i can get to them in time i want to go that way and if i even if i was like if i even something were to happen on my way to get there at least i was on my way to people who i love and if I perished during that, well, at least I was trying to do something that was so exactly pure, pure in my soul and my heart and how I wanted to go.
0: Well, That's when I deep, share bro. my story, when I share my story, there's a small portion that well, I'll get to it soon, but yeah, like I'll, I'll explain where it's like your mind is one place and other people, you know, I'll, I'll explain but, right now. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like nothing
1: else mattered that day, bro. It didn't matter how much money you had didn't matter where you were who you hang out with it this matter your life's just you're like fuck. this is it, it's
0: it's the thing that I what I what I loved like it was like a not not that that happened like that's that was terrible but the one thing that I loved seeing was how like everybody was just like together as one because it all happened to all of us basically yeah, like yeah it, yeah of yeah. course no, of we course. didn't have uh, uh, not all of us had someone that we knew in the, that died or something like that but no. it just it affected all of us like and everyone became one there was no like everybody set everything aside and just was like you know hey you hurt us america like what the fuck like And you know what
1: the sad part about that is we couldn't do that at this time around. It's so, so worse. And that's the sad part that we did not learn anything from that. And that we're back to whatever the fuck this, all this shit is all all about of treating people. And I don't think we will ever, we're so far away from, we were at feeling that way that day. And like you said, yeah, you felt unity and everybody. We were all just, I would go to the store and, Hey, what's up? You know, hey, you're right. All right, all hey, right. And other people, you saw it, man. Everybody, everybody's faces, man. We were all, we were all terrorized by what, what happened, what we experienced watching something just so chaotic on television, you know. And nothing else mattered, bro. Yeah, nothing, and and and, and that's it. The only thing that matters is your loved ones. You're not mm-hmm. gonna take your money. You're not gonna take your house. You're not gonna take your car. You're not gonna take your clothes. You're not gonna take your shoes. You whatever. You're not gonna take your instruments. You're just going to, so, you know, it, it was like a wake up call too. that, that, that we have to also think about the people around us, your neighbor, you know, and, and I still to that day, even with today's world, I still carry, I want to be that I'm still there to, I, I'm a kind person, you know, I don't want like to see someone else, you know, there's competition and all that, but what I'm trying to say is like, we have to be human.
0: Mm-hmm. We have
1: to like, Hey, it's all right here, here, you know, especially today. And and nine eleven should reflect on like you need to be united worldwide. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean there are a lot of lessons that we learned. I learned a lot of lessons about myself and how you know how to treat other people and and kind of just in 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 a situation like that. You
0: know? Yeah, because
1: we, we were all. I mean, come on, it's the most documented terrorism. Like, with look at you know, it's like. We saw everything on film. Yep. You know? And there's been so many documentaries after that, and we're still learning today from what happened yeah, 20 years
0: ago. I think there's one that's airing today. That's because it's tw- the 20 year anniversary. So it's oh an wow. One.
1: Okay, so it's a new one. Yeah, I think, a new I've, one. I think I've seen them all, like just to kind of see everybody's points of views, you know. And, and yeah,
0: there's a new one just to look back. I think it's just like I can't remember, but it's everyone just talking about like the moment of. It's like every year there's a new one, but it's like I I if I'm able to watch it, dude, I never get tired of it because it's just like you know. I was,
1: it. yeah. I after that, I did visit. I did go visit New York. I had a show in New York, but I didn't go there. Mm. I wasn't well. First of all, the time didn't allow me, but I didn't get to see the the you know monument of that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I've seen the new. I mean, I passed by but then by the new tower.
0: Yeah, the it's, Freedom it's Tower, I believe. The Freedom it's Tower. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's massive. I mean, it's, it's, but it's not the same.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: it's not the same, not seeing those two towers
0: anymore. Of course. Dude, Depeche Mode did a music video. Yeah. Enjoy there. the
1: Silence. Enjoy no, the no, shower.
0: no. Um, Not Enjoy the Silence. What's another yes. one from Violator? Yes, it is Enjoy the Silence. No, it's, is it? I thought it was World in My Eyes. Maybe you're right. I think it no, is. No, it's Enjoy the Fuck. Silence. I, I'm going to post it today. Thanks for reminding me. But yeah. yes, they, they did. Yeah. They, it's like a, a, what, what is that? Why is it that? Cause they were original, you know, the Anton Corbin video, but that's just a different that one. That was an extra because they were there and they were like, Hey,
1: let's do it's like an extra promotional video that they were just like, Hey, let's take advantage yeah. of like, we're at the twin towers. And, and a lot of bands did that back in the day. If you look at videos in the eighties, bro, the twin towers are like the background of New York. Oh, yeah, it is
0: Enjoy the Silence. World I Trade mean, Center. Yeah, and they're on the roof playing the song. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's like, come on, Superman flew, you know, around the, the Twin Towers. And it's such a monumental. I grew up watching the t- tw- you know, Twin Towers in movies a lot. And unfortunately, when really get to see them in person, the way they stood up. And now I see, you know, what's left after. So, yeah, I mean, it's you know and, and then all the names are there in that monument so it's it's very very uh i've had friends who visited and they're like yeah i get there and
0: then like i feel it like damn yeah you know, it's so. like it just it's just like a weird like somber feeling moment you know
1: yeah so it's 20 years man amazing how it's just years go by so fast and these events
0: yeah, It's just know. yeah it's it's I mean, no matter, no many, no matter, no matter how much time passes, bro. It's like I don't think we're, we're no we're gonna fucking forget. No, bro. it's
1: like grieving the grieving of, of so many. You grieve, you know. I grieve for them, and I grieve for the people who all lost people. I know friends who have lost friends who known friends who lost people who were like working in those buildings or hanging around. You know, um, you know, you hear that's close. You're like, wow, it's it's just. I mean what can you say all you can do is just kind of learn from it and be there for these people and be there for someone and for someone for all of us we all just need to be human man you know what i'm saying
0: yeah yeah we just i mean it's like that's why dude it's like it was there's this um it's an episode of the outer limits it's called the architects of fear so it's like the the world is so fucking divided so they create uh, an alien attack so that it brings basically everybody together so that it's an outside force attacking us. So it, it brings everybody together to fight this fake force that was created by like the world governments so that everybody could stop hating each other and come together to fight, you know, for survival. And uh, the Watchmen took that idea too, where it's like, oh, we just got attacked from an outside force that's right. come together. And this was a moment where obviously this is a legit thing, but it took a horrible tragedy for everybody to come together, you know, and that, that's kind of what, what it's like, what that, like, it, what was something you read in fiction where it was like an and whatever here in reality that that did, because, you know, there is around the world, there was people being like, oh, we're, we're with you. We were, you know, we remember with you and so on and so forth. Like, and then everybody here was all nice with each other. And yeah, it's just, it was, how did, it was. Let me ask you.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you now, where were you and how you were what?
0: I was, I had just, no, I, I graduated in 2000 and it was 2001. So I guess I was. Oh, okay. You were like 19, 19, 1920, yeah. yeah. Something like wow. that. Um, My, my thing was. I I worked at Rainforest Cafe in downtown Disney, so mm-hmm. that that was my thing. Where like, what happened was I w- I was asleep and I was scheduled to work like a mid shift or something, and my phone rings in the morning. Like everybody's gone already from the house. Like because I was living still with my parents at the time. I mean I just got out of high school and. So my mom, dad and my little brother was gone. Little brother was in school and my mom and dad and my older brother was in the army. He was still a part of the army and stuff like that, but he wasn't at war or whatnot. He was just stationed yeah. somewhere. So he right. And I get a call in the morning and I could see, you know, fucking remember the days of caller ID. <laughs> right. So I pick up and I see right there it says uh, rainforest. And I was like, fuck. And I didn't want to answer, bro, because I was like, great. They're going to call me to come in earlier and i don't want to work earlier but then the thought came into my head it was like oh what if what if they're us uh, uh, they're going to call me off maybe like slow hours or some shit?" so i actually answered the phone when i answered the phone my boss he's one of my managers he tells me hey um don't come in today just stay home uh we're closing i was like what really why He's like, yeah, everything's closing, so we're not going to have you come in. And I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And he's like, haven't you been watching the news? I'm like, no, you just you just woke me up. I'm I'm just waking up for the first time. He's like, yeah, um, I would suggest turning on the TV and and the news, but don't come in today. I was like, okay, so hung up the phone right away. Turn on the TV and you see the fucking the the footage on the news Right. right away. And I was like, oh, shit. And like, I could see like the, 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 the attacks and everything. I was like, fuck. So it was the days of AOL, you know, fucking, yeah, I, oh I right God. away got, got online. AOL. Yeah. I right away got online. You got mail. Yeah. To see like, w- w- what, get more details, like what the fuck is going on? So I'm there and I'm just, as the, as the TV's on, I'm hearing all the news. I'm hearing the news, everything. And and I'm, I'm hearing that the, the, the attacks and then the planes. So I'm following everything, seeing what's happening. And it's scaring the hell out of me, bro. Because at that moment, I'm already thinking we're going to war. We're going to go to war like we're fucking going to war. Oh, like, man. holy yeah. shit, like like it is, this feels like en- the end time. We're where like something's like it, it was just a scary fucking moment for me. Like I'm I'm like shaking, dude, because I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on. This is scary. And during that time. I I was so obsessed, but in a in a weird, scared way of the end of the world, because I honestly believe like those prophecies and stuff and, you know, the year 2000 is coming and like anything always scared me. So seeing this was just another moment for me to get freaked out, like, oh, where we go? We're all going to fucking die again or not going to die like this time. It's really going to happen. So I'm just scared. I'm thinking shit's going to go down. At that point, some girl pops up that on on my instant messenger and starts talking He's like oh you see this and that it's like yeah i you know she worked in downtown that's what i remember she worked in downtown She's like yeah everything got shut down they told us we're, we're, like all of l.a not to come in because the skyscrapers because that's wow. what happened with yeah. l.a they closed yeah. everything down any if you worked in a you know, fucking cat <laughs> i know she jumps <laughs> oh shit, that was scary yeah but she knows um, how to
1: jump bro you know yeah
0: how uh, so like it, it, it all it all got fucking everything got shut down so she here's what i was trying to mention earlier where like where all our minds were right away she's like hey since i'm home do you want to come over like but i know what she was getting at, and i was like no like my mind was somewhere else like i was worried about my brother because he was in the army like right. i'm thinking yeah, we're gonna go to course. war like You're i'm like, like oh, no man. like uh, that that's the last thing on my fucking mind <laughs> so at that point i got offline the oh, moment the moment I got offline, I get a call from, uh, it says right there, the unified school, whatever. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? So I answer, and it's my, it's my little brother's school. Like, Hey, um, th- is this the parents, guardians of Carlos Medrano? I'm like, oh, well, is this his older brother? He's like, yes. Um, you're going to have to come pick up, uh, your brother from school. He has to, he has to go, you know? And I'm like, okay. So I get off the phone. My dad calls me and he's like, Hey, mirando todo? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know, my dad's just like, man, this is crazy. He's like, we're right here at work. We're not even working. We're just watching the news. And I'm like, yeah. And then that's when he's all, hey, uh," he's like, I'm like, dad, I think that they're closing all the schools too because they just called me to come pick up Carlos. And he's like, oh, see, said you. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, um. Okay, he's like, yeah, so I'm going to let you go because I got to go pick up Carlos. So I'm driving. So I'm thinking like, dude, like it is so crazy right now that they're even shutting down the schools, bro. So I go and as I pull up, I'm thinking, man, it's going to be a lot of traffic. All the parents I pull up and the school parking lot, everything empty, like 100 percent empty. And I'm like, am I late? Like while I was on the Internet, were they calling me this whole time? Like, holy shit, like I feel bad. So I go, I walk in, I see my little brother sitting there and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, Carlos, he doesn't have such and such vaccination shots. So he can't he can't be in school right now. I was like, oh, OK, so the school's not closing. Like, no, he just has to go home. He can't be here because of the shots. Oh, wow. OK. So I was like, oh, so I get Carlos, my little brother. And I was like, oh, I thought they were closing the school. He's like, no, everybody's in class just watching the news. I was like, oh, I'm a, so they're just sending you home for shots. I'm like, I thought they were closing the school. So we're like, great. So then I had the I go, we get home and I call my mom and I let her know like, hey, Carlos got sent home because he doesn't have a such and such shot. And then she's like, oh, OK, Um, let me let me call real quick. So she has to call the hospital to get a shot set up. So literally that day, I'm like, come on, Carlos, we have to take you to Kaiser to go get you your vaccination shot. So there we are trying to go to the hospital to get a shot so when we get to the hospital in the waiting room again the tv's just on and anybody that's waiting we're just all watching we're all engaged in this like holy shit like like and we're all talking like like all these strangers normally i i don't talk to people even to this day i'm not about strangers like i don't talk to them and stuff like that my wife easily could hold a conversation with anybody we'll be waiting in line somewhere she could easily just talk to me i i can't i can't do that but that moment we were all just talking like we were all able to talk like, And that was like one of the only times where I really would ha- hold conversations with strangers. And there we are just talking about what's happening after my little brother gets the shot. He's hungry. And I'm like, I'm not going to take you to school. Let's just fucking so go home. So we we go to uh, trying to find a place to go eat and we're going go, to go. Let's go drive through. Well, I'm switching back and forth to the radios like you know k-rock star power everybody the moment someone goes to like say all right we're gonna just take a quick break right now we'll come back so we have to play these ads i'll switch right over and you know and sometimes they'll be listening to something okay at one point i switched to star at that point it was um the guy from the partridge family the partridge kid with the guy who we ended up doing a, a show i forget his name and it was him, Danny Bonaducci, and some girl. They were, they were, they started taking calls, and someone called oh, in yeah. saying that they have somebody that they know they can't get a hold of who was on one of the planes, but mm-hmm. they don't know. They're trying to get, and the person's just crying. At that point, I just, I just break down crying from everything, dude. Like all, everything that I've been hearing, seeing, it finally hits me. And I just break down in the cry, in the car crying, dude. Like it fucking hit me. Like, I don't know, dude. It just got me. Cause like I said, in all accounts, I was, I was, this was scaring me. Like thinking like, are are we going to go to war? we all going to die? At the same time, it sucks for all these people. What happened? And then also too, I'm worried about my older brother, like all these things, all these emotions. And it just hits me and I just start crying. My little brother's just sitting there and, you know, he knows, he knows what's going on clearly. Like he's like all of this, what's happening. So by that point. You know, we go home, we eat, and then yeah, like it's just really just spending the whole day, just watching the TV, seeing what's happening. Um, my buddy calls me; he's like, "Dude, he's like," and I always was one about putting a VHS tape and recording everything off the TV. And my buddy's like, "Hey, I bet you've been recording everything." I'm like, "No, dude, I didn't even think of it." He's like, "Yeah, this is one of those things like you you that w- we're, you're gonna want to have. It's a moment in time." And I was like, "Fuck, I should have been recording." In which i mean now the age that we're in like dude yeah, everything YouTube. exists at yeah. that moment it, it was still hard no youtube didn't even exist yet no 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 but now, now no no yeah of course so
1: much like
0: but about, like, back when but like back then, i was just, just like fuck, like i yeah. should have recorded this i could have had this and i was like man now you could easily find footage everywhere <laughs> you know even even the stuff you don't want to see that's dark like but it all exists and yeah and that's that was basically my day dude just just picking up my brother, go get some shots because I thought the school shut down and some girl who was fucking wanted to do something. And I'm like, my mind is not in that bright. Like, what the fuck? It's the last thing on my mind. What
1: was her her mind? She's like, hey, I got right.
0: I was like, what the fuck? Get down. So, yeah. So that was (laughs) that was my 9-11, bro. Wow.
1: I remember I think I think on that same day. Someone said, hey, we're all getting together to go to the church. There's a beautiful church in Santa Monica. And, dude, I, I worked on um, in Santa Monica, and the building where Universal is, is Cloverfield. Do you remember the name Cloverfield? Does that mean, does that name?
0: Well, I mean, I know the movies, the movie. but, yeah. okay, yeah.
1: Well, the guys who made the movie Cloverfield, they made it because, after that street, because the studio where they made that movie, and they did all that, it was on Cloverfield. Mm. So add or something tie into that. <laughs> um, so I remember say, "Okay, let's get together, And we all got together, just everyone, from all race, from all, you know, uh demographics from all, like just religion beliefs and all that. We all went to this one church, yeah, and dude, the unity that it felt so good to be there because we didn't know what was going on. All we knew is that we needed to all be together. So I went, everybody, bro, we went, the the church was filled, like just, and then the priest went, it was a Catholic church. So it didn't matter, it, you know, everybody went in there. And he just said, you know, we're going through some really tough times and we're going through, you know, let's pray for the people who perished and we prayed for them, we prayed for all the people. Who, it was just, oh man, I haven't been, I haven't felt like that in a long, long, and even to this day, I have not experienced anything like that with the unity of people just being one at that moment. And then after that, we all walked away where everybody was all kind or, you know, young people, old people. And I remember getting into my car and going back home that day and kind of feeling and yeah, of course, just listening to the radio, listening to K-Rock or I would listen to other stations and listen to in Spanish too as well and seeing how they that was kind of being because, you know, we all lost, everybody lost everybody someone they know or or yeah just 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 horrible and you know it's it's kind of like after that um you know after that it was just you just wanted to find out what was going on what happened why did this happen you know and, and you know we've never seen anything like that where these buildings are just you know, and then not only that, the people who jumped off those buildings, bro. I've never seen anything like that. Where that was, yeah, that was the that worst. was. And I remember watching that. I mean, these are just reflections and images that I still have in my mind as an experience. Is those people jumping off? I mean, the the courage for them to say, "That's it, man, I'm out." And and there's stories of I've read the stories of all those people. Well, the ones that they know who knew who they knew and these. Yeah,
0: because there's a documentary about. It's called "The Jumping Man." Yeah, and that it's one. one person that they don't know who that was. Exactly, they can't get any information on that one person. They're trying to figure out, but there's a documentary. But it, it's scary because like there's this one. It was there were. What's crazy is we got firsthand footage, like meaning about the the twin towers because there was these two brothers. They were doing a documentary on a fire station. Right, right, yeah. They were following these guys, and and they happen to be filming they go because there was something happening in the street and that's when they're filming and then they hear the noise and that's when they look up and that's when they see the plane crash that's where that footage come from because they were filming the documentary with the fire department so they actually capture that footage of the the first you know the plane hitting the tower the first one and at that point like they're following the firemen to the to the building all that and there's a there's a part where because they a year or two later when they talk about this documentary and they're like talking to the firemen, they're they're doing commentary and they're saying that while they were in the lobby of the building, they keep hearing these loud bangs like pass, like almost explosions, And they were trying to feel like the fuck is that? Every now and again, they would hear that. And that's when it occurred to them. It was the bodies that when they were jumping, would were hitting like yeah. a car or the floor and that's what was the right. sound yeah. and as they're filming like they could hear it and they're capturing i was like Fuck. and yeah like the, you know there was a lot like they either you, their choice was being burned alive or am i or jumping and there were a few that the smoke inhalation like the, the yeah, it course, got to them they passed out and yeah. honestly that was probably the best because they passed out so the moment they passed out that 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 was it because they fell out so they were out as they hit the floor so in the sense they it's like they oh. died before they they fell out the window you know but just, yeah. yeah anyway it's, it's just like crazy. you
1: you die you know with with smoke inhalation or jump i mean it's just horrific that a human had to experience and we all saw it live live on television you
0: know? yeah
1: i mean 20 years 20 years man and have, again I, have we, we learned to get have we learned anything from that? No. The world is still the same. They're still, you know, uneasy with certain.
0: There's always going to be bad people, bro. Always. Yeah, of course. No matter course. what.
1: No matter what. But we need to remember those people who perish and always yeah. and never forget about those.
0: The, yeah. The thing about this is not forgetting, though, because it's just annoying.
1: All the firemen, too, who, who I just saw a picture, I think it was yesterday. I was browsing down just and I saw this one picture that someone took of a fire station truck. Going towards.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I had ha- one.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, because um, and that was fire truck number. I don't know the number, but it was one. it was the last picture that was taken about that because they were the ones who got there and then they perished when they, the building fell. And that was a sad picture to see you see you know someone took the picture of here, it as it's go. going to uh uh
0: fire department from new york ladder 118 crosses the brooklyn bridge into lower manhattan this right. picture captures the last alarm all six members riding on that rig would ever respond to the man from ladder uh 118 responded into the chaos and emerged at the doom marriott world trade center hotel survivors remembering seeing men with the number 118 on their helmets running up the stairs to help the panicked guests the next time anyone saw the firemen was when their bodies still side by side were dug out of the rubble look at that man that's tough that was the thing it's like while everybody was running away these guys job was to run in
1: oh they're running in bro you see footage Yep. Well, you see the footage, bro, of the first building before it fell. They're running in as people are running down. So they're just running up there, man. Those are supermen. Those are the superheroes, man. Never forget man. about those guys. And who knew thing, those things were going to fall? You know, and, and I think about all those firemen and the firemen. And not only that, I think about those people who perished. And then I think about also the people who were there cleaning up the aftermath who also are perishing today because they ended up getting cancer yeah they ended from up the, getting the fumes and the shit. Fumes. They, yeah can you imagine being there and and there's and they, know, got there's they got sick they got sick yeah they got cancer yeah, just it, trying it, to help yeah yeah trying to help and and there's people who are peri- you know dying because of that and who we were there trying to clean up the mess and clean up the aftermath and all that yeah i mean it's suffering after suffering bro you know it's just like that's so why I'm like 9-11 comes and I think about, I take a moment and I'm like, I think, and then I get flashbacks of the day of that me going to church. I get that always, that because that feeling yeah. of unity. I haven't felt that in a long time. Even I wish we had that unity today with the pandemic. Same here. And, you know, I wish that say, okay, let's go back to and care for everybody. and But unfortunately, we're not there. No,
0: Or far from that. <laughs> No, that, that was bien lejos that work, very far, yeah.
1: far. But, but but for
0: that moment in time, man, everybody came together as one. It was uh yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a long process.
1: I mean, I mean Bush was in power, you know. And <laughs> I mean you start to think about these politicians and how I mean no one knows how to handle a situation like that so yeah um, you think you you can you do and they the people don't you just like, no. react you learn when it happens unfortunately
0: people die unfortunately we all learn after because we're just like what the fuck like what is this like it's just a crazy moment that you're like wait what like yeah. you know so yeah you uh, know my dad got arrested. Uh, so my
1: dad said ready just be aware of. there's going to be events happening and you, you're going to be like so just out there that but always You know, move forward and like it scares me.
0: Is there ever going to be another moment like this nine eleven? At we don't know.
1: We don't know. I hope not.
0: (laughs) Shit. Well, I mean, there were bad things that have occurred, but at the level like this, no, not yet but there have been like here on the U S soil, but well, we just have, look, there's terrorists around the world
1: everywhere. You just, like yeah. I said, there's bad people in this world and we just need to be ready for something like that and be ready to take them down and yeah. take anybody who wants to terrorize our, you know, this country and any other country, you know, it's just, I, yeah, I, it's
0: just, it's just crazy, bro.
1: You know, it's a, you know, like I said, you know, I,
0: I remember during I, that.
1: Oh, go on. No, I, I don't. So like, I just kind of, Want to like, for me, nine eleven is remembering those who are no longer here. And, yeah, and then that's it. And trying to be, try to be as human with, to kind of like, hey, man, it's, it's, what's up, bro? You know,
0: it's like hey. you know how like the pandemic shut everything down more so here because oh, yeah. there's some states that didn't, but like at that time, bro, everything got shut down. Like if you tuned in to the late night shows, like Conan O'Brien, Letterman. Leno, like all those guys who every night were bringing comedy. Even then, dude, those things, they, 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 those shows, they came on, but it was serious. They were having talks with certain people from, especially like Letterman and Conan, because they were based out of New York. They were bringing people that were, and it was, it was serious. Like you, you didn't get any comedy either. Like even comedy disappeared. And then finally, like at one point where it was SNL when like it was they broke know, at the, at ice the time, Giuliani, yeah. when he wasn't crazy, uh, he was there with firemen, and I remember um, what's his name? Uh, who's the one that goes get you pregnant? That that comedian. Um, oh, uh, I, you know what I'm talking about? He's like everybody. Yes. Gonna get, yeah, you everybody gonna get you pregnant?
1: Get you pregnant? Forget his about. name, Tra- I Tracy, 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 something.
0: Tracy. Uh, Tracy... Yeah. I can't think of his name right now, but Tracy well, something. Yeah. Anyways, he he said that like this one thing about like SNL like uh, looking back, they bring up that moment and he said while the fireman went there like he patted one guy on the back and he saw dust and shit and he realized like, oh shit like these guys like after he found like they came from the the, yeah. the site they went there to do that and then they went right back It's like, oh these guys they didn't just get these guys like hey come in, come on, put on the jet ja-. no like they were legit and they were the firemen they came over there and they you know that's what the thing was like is are we allowed to be funny and that episode was really what what allowed it's like yeah we need to kind of go back to normal let's the 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 world needs comedy humor and they you know it's just like i said for a while there was nothing no everyone was serious there was no funny like and finally like the thing started going back to normal where we started we're able to laugh again and have isn't isn't it sad that we're like
1: we experience that. We're like, we can't be, you can't be funny. And then you wait yeah. for a while. And then we, let I mean, we're experiencing now that, I mean, look at a year ago where we were, where we were at is, you know what I'm saying? These, these world events, bro. It's like, yeah. they, they're, they're opening. me. Like, yeah. Ah, dang. You know, you think everything's peachy and then shit happens. That's why you got to live your, you got to enjoy every day. Cause you never know those people going in that building. They know. There's they didn't know. Yeah, dude, you, you can walk out in the street, bro. You don't know if you're gonna get hit or
0: run. Uh, dude, I every time I'm out dude, you're, you're right by right is- by your 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 area. I did a delivery yesterday. got a guy was making uh, on a motorcycle was making a left turn, and this one car not paying attention, fucking clipped the guy. Oh. Motorcycle, bye And I was like, oh shit.
1: Yeah, bro. It's just because everybody's high over here, bro. Imagine, yeah. I mean, Melrose is just, oh man, we're going that's, through a lot. Exactly. But, like
0: It's just those moments where at, at any moment, something can happen, so, dude. Yeah.
1: So you just have to just wake up and when come you together. Out, come together. Like the Beatles know? say,
0: come together. Come
1: together right,
0: right. now.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Marijuana.
0: <laughs> well, there, there, I guess this, we could say this is our 9-11 special, our special episode. Um, yeah. That's what That's what we're going to call it. Uh, this will be our special little nine. We, we obviously, we will be coming back with you with uh, a, a, a movie. Harold uh, and Kumar go to White Castle. But for now, this is going to be our 9-11 episode. Um, I do want to give you a song of the week for this moment. Uh, because long ago, I remember I wanted to do a video where it was like, just kind of like, like, I wanted to do something like what was with the wall, but like revolved around like my life. I don't know why I want to do something where like, but like use moments where like that related to my life that I could use music to tell the story. Like I had certain songs, like even featuring like my brother when he was in the military and so on and so forth. And there was one where like, when I thought of nine it re- 11, it made me think of the song, uh, goodbye, blue sky by pink Floyd. Cause that song was, it's basically talking about like during the time when in, in London, when they would get bombed on it's what it was. It's like, You know, there's the blue sky, but with all the smoke and everything, it's goodbye blue sky because of all the buildings that were getting bombed and all this and that. And that even the song starts with like, it's like, look, mommy, there's an airplane up in the sky. And I wanted to do that, but using footage of 9-11 where it starts off because it, it was almost it felt the same. Hearing that song was like, look, there's an airplane up in the sky and then boom and goodbye blue sky because of all the smoke from the towers and stuff. And I I remember I wanted to do that. So I thought, you know what? I'll use this song now for this moment. So that would be the song of the week is from Pink Floyd from the album, The Wall. It's Goodbye, Blue Sky. Uh, Other than that, I mean, it was a somber moment, somber episode. And like I said, we will bring you Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. But as for now, this is just a special 9-11 episode. We started off with the jokes, with the funny for you guys to give you some levity, some humor. But then we went. You know we kept it serious for you guys so that's our stories mine and freddy's of 9 11 so hopefully you guys have a good one and and you know we uh think it's time that spending 20 years in the past talking about the that terrible tragic moment of the twin towers and the terrorist attack but i think it's time that we hop in our delorean and travel back to the future